<laughs> I'm better at this than you. Yep. It's my profession. Obviously. I hey, just make hey. drinks. Chick, chick. <laughs> hey, hey. One, two. All right. Anyways, welcome to another exciting episode of Brown Eyed Unicorn. Yay. I'm your host, Hannah Brown. This is my show. <laughs> It's mine and no one else's. Today I'm here with a mysterious figure from my Instagram stories. I used to refer to him as Bay until we defined the relationship. Now he's my boyfriend, also an actor, also a host, also micromanager. I'm just kidding, kind of. And a Bay tender. We have Sean Stewart. Hey, everybody. You know, okay, like it does just sound like we just had a major blowout fight right we did before not we have did. a blowout fight <laughs> it's funny uh, it's so real it is real and and the 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 reason for this this the setup is we just got uh hannah just got some new sound equipment I got some new gear some new gear for the podcast well i think it's only appropriate to so this is the third and last episode in our my i'm sorry my real housewives got it, got it. series here on brown eyed unicorn and I feel like it's appropriate to tell the listeners why this wasn't out when it was supposed to be. I think we should. I, I think I think that's that should happen. And I'm going to bring it all back and say that the episode we're recapping is uh, the dinner party from hell. And dun, dun, dun. after we recorded this the first time, uh, we had our own <laughs> private dinner party from hell podcast podcast because it didn't record and I lost my fucking mind dun, dun, dun. and I cried and I wept and it was such a shit show that Sean helped me acquire some new gear to take the stress out of it yeah I mean it should sound the same same microphones but just different recording apparatus yeah because I don't know how to use anything more efficient lucky for me he used to work at Best Buy <laughs> <laughs> slash technology enthusiast former blue shirt Sean Stewart yeah so I'm so I'm recording, but right before we recorded, Sean was trying to teach me how to use it, and it was really confusing. But now we're here, and too many more to come with this new gear. So many more. To Please come don't throw it through the wall with this new gear. <laughs> Are you kidding? I can't afford to replace it. Well, well, hey, this will help calm you down. Uh, dinner party from hell. They brought in a, a chef, and they brought in uh, a bartender. And since I am. By night, a bartender, I decided to make a themed cocktail for this episode. Can we call this the Camille? It, it, is, it, it is. Well, it was only, it was at her house and she had her, her house manager. I think it was. House manager. There was one scene in there where the house manager is making cocktails. And so this is, this is my interpretation of the cocktail that they had. And I'm calling it the Camille. It, it's got to be the Camille. Camille has made the best comeback in Real Housewives history. You don't know this, but in season one, she was the villain. By like season three, post-Kelsey Grammer divorce, she uh, was beloved by all. Sure. She also has the fiercest turnaround in the credits. I've imitated it for you multiple times. The the turn and the hands the and the hips. And then the swivel of the hips. Oh, the, the little lower third, like yeah, green screen. Yeah, it's just the hips. Yeah, the little mini, mini Camille. Yeah. I, I, I like Camille. She... I love Camille. She's a force to be reckoned with. So this cocktail is uh, for for any of the listeners that want to recreate it. The Camille. The Camille. Uh, some of the things I noticed was like the color of the cocktail is kind of like a pinkish orangey cocktail uh, color. Dare mm-hmm. I say salmon? Even though that's not very appetizing, I think in cocktail uh, uh, world. Uh, yeah, it's like a salmon. blended salmon yeah. cocktail, mm. salmon smoothie. Uh, and then it, it was rimmed with a green salt. So uh, this is my best. Best, best interpretation of that it's uh 
it's kind of a twist on a few different cocktails, but uh, today we did it with gin. You could easily do it with vodka as well. Uh, Napoleon, uh, Mandarin Napoleon, which is a like a, a, a triple sec or a Grand Marnier or a Cointreau made with Mandarin oranges. You guys, he has the biggest erection for this stuff. I'm telling is, you. He's so excited about it. Fucking lit on it. I'm starting a podcast about, no, I'm kidding. Just called, what is it called? Mandarin orange. Man- Mandarin Napoleon. Yeah, that, that'll be <laughs> the name really of good. it. A uh, little bit of lime juice and uh, a little bit of guava juice for the color. Guava. Yeah. So, cheers. Cheers. To Alison Dubois, who had like 17 of these. Oh, fuck. It's, it's definitely really boozy as well. That is like a vacation and a hangover in a glass. You're welcome. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about the dinner party from hell. That is, there are a lot of flavors. Um, Coming all together in a glass. Did you have any feelings going into watching this episode? Well, I was watching this with fresh eyes because I am, dare I say, not a fan of the show. I, I haven't, this is the first episode of, of, of uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that I've seen. Uh-huh. Uh, so from that perspective, uh, I definitely wanted to like pay very close attention. So like in a way... You know, where it, it, reality TV in, a, in general is a little fluffy. Like, it's a little candy. It's something you can have on the background just, you know, when you're doing the chores and it's still kind of interesting. Me, I was, like, hanging on every one of their words because I wanted to, like, pay attention for this episode uh, mm-hmm. for your or podcast. Or because you actually really liked it. I, oh. dare I say that I liked it. I, I also feel like it's important, sorry to cut you off, but I'm going to, after our podcast from hell yeah. on Thursday, we went and got dinner. I pouted for most of it, but then once I like shoved a burger in my face, I was better. And sure. then we got to your place and then with no prompting on my end, you just turned on the next episode. And I don't know if that was to like assuage me, but I don't know what that means. You know, like comfort me. Oh, oh, oh. I probably used it wrong, but I was thrilled I've never been more attracted to you than I was in that moment. Wow. Okay. So keep well, on keeping on. Episode 10 of um, of Brown Eyed Unicorn. No, of, of Beverly Hills Housewives. Mm-hmm. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Review coming soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, but finish your thought. Yo, you just you just got, just, Hannah just took a sip of the drink and uh, you just got some of the, the rimmed sea salt. It's like a, it tastes like rock candy. It's, yeah, it's like a lime something all right so finish your thought uh so i was paying hyper close attention and i wanted because i you know i really wanted to bring a lot of good things uh so i think that from like a i watched it from almost a scientific perspective Mm -hmm. and i and that's what i was kind of doing with the next episode i was like oh i'm just gonna enjoy the fluff of it just the fact that we were like laying on the couch and just want to play it yeah Uh, and i enjoyed that 30 minutes of watching the episode before you fell asleep and then i had to take you to bed uh of that next episode mm-hmm. from that perspective. So I like the episode overall. I, I definitely like the production of it. It's pretty. Like they do such a good job of like turning what is just a bunch of camera footage of like people kind of screaming and talking over each other mm-hmm. into a well-constructed story. Story. A tale. Yeah. A quest. Yes. Yeah, I love it because it's an aesthetically pleasing reality show. It's not like real world with like shaky cameras. It's like it's glossy. Right. Like it looks pretty. I feel like the hills like paved the way for like glossy looking reality TV and Laguna Beach. Yeah. With like the exteriors and like the pretty like, you know, drone shot or like yeah. back then it was like a shot from a helicopter. Yeah. Um, 
And it's honestly like ASMR to me. Like I, the, the sounds of those women arguing is just like the most calming force in the world right now. I can do anything watching Real Housewives. Anything. That's, that's amazing. My mom's Saturday ritual used to be to put on Bravo in the kitchen and in her room, like on every TV. Oh my gosh. And then. Same episode, like in sync or. Yeah. Well, she episodes? would have the two TVs on the same channel and clean the house. So mm. when she was upstairs, she could hear right. it when she, we had a split level house. So I see. she just would clean and start drinking at like noon on Saturdays and watch Bravo and get a little drunk cleaning. Isn't that fun? That's, that sounds like how I would like to clean. Yeah. Anyways. Um, uh, which housewife do you think is the most like me and why? The most like you? Yes. Uh, I would, I would say, it's probably, I don't think you're anything like Camille, mm-hmm. uh, except for you do like the, the like planning and hosting and inviting of people. So you, you like have some Camille tendencies. Like she, sure. you know, she wanted to be the hostess with the mostest and like get everybody in. And even like to the degree of like, yeah, bring your friends. Like, you know, even if you've got plans, like they can come too. Like this is yeah. not, I've got room at my dining room table. So you, you have elements of Camille, um, you're quick to fire like Kyle is. Oh. You definitely have like a quick draw, like like right back at you. Yeah. You're, you're definitely sharp that way. Mm-hmm. But I think you're, I think you're, you don't like ask for it the way she does. Cause like in this episode, she's like, well, why don't you read me? Why don't, like, I'll pull out my credit card and see what you have to say after that. Yeah. You know? She's an asshole in this episode. She's n- not, she instigates a lot. Like, if I were a psychic, I would tell her some mean things too. I would just fuck with her and be like, you're going to die tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and maybe we can come back to that. But Allison, one of the things I wrote down was that she, uh, she said to Kyle, she said, well, what I have to tell you might be irritating to you. Mm-hmm. And then cut to Kyle being like, oh, whatever. And then cut back. And she says, have you been married twice? Mm-hmm. And Kyle says, no. And she goes, Oh, that's that's good because that means you won't have to. She's like Im- implying that I thought you might have to be divorced. Like, mm-hmm. So in a way, like Allison at the beginning wasn't really stirring the pot. She was yeah. like, if anything, like, are you sure? Like, no, 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 I really don't want to do this. And then she, and then she's like, there must have been some dialogue between her and Kyle that like Kyle like calls her something that didn't yeah. make the edit yeah. because then the next line out of her mouth was, and by the way talking about her husband, he will never emotionally fulfill fulfill you. Know that. And that's like where it all starts. It all unravels. I love how often she says, know that. She does it a million times. She's like, know that, know that. She definitely has some like very like uh, catchphrase. Like she's got definitely great sound bites. I'm obsessed with her. She's got the same things she says. If you got two legs, use them for walking. No, you got two legs last time we checked, (laughs) which I'm going to say the next time we fight. And I said that the last time we recorded and just be ready. But I'm going to use it as like a diffuser. Mm. Like you're going to be really mad at me. And I'll just be like, well, you had two legs last time we checked. And you'll be like, oh, Hannah. Oh, Allison Dubois. Allison. Um, Uh, But to answer your question. Yes. Didi, that's because you have a crush on Didi, which I, you said the last time we recorded. Well, okay. why do you have a crush on this tertiary character? I don't know. I mean, she's. <laughs> I don't, it's not. You're not an outlier. Like you definitely are. Like star of the show, center of the attention. This is your podcast. My show. Uh, I just thought like she was just really like she just kind of like sat back and just just had her drink and 
was really just like if you calm. like like a chill woman like Dee Dee, I'm not really sure why we're <laughs> dating because I definitely think I'm and more And here on the Brown Eyed Unicorn you are are experiencing the beginning of the end. No. So, <laughs> no, we're gonna be just like Kyle and Mauricio together until the end. To the end. Oh, she also says, uh, if he leaves me, uh, I'm going with him. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> See, that's the kind of psycho thing I would say. If you leave me, I'll just follow you. It's like, so like Oh my god! It's not an option. It's like, sorry. Um, yeah, you love Dee Dee. I, I mean, she's just super. She's super chill. You, you also know more about Dee Dee because you've seen more of the show. Dee Dee with is her. just like Camille's bitch, which I love. <laughs> Camille's just like, oh, I don't know what to wear, and Dee Dee's like, what about this one? She's like, no, no, can't possibly. I already wore it. She just always sounds like sleepy. You know. Well, are you sleepy? No. Camille always sounds sleepy, not Dee Dee. Oh, I see. Camille always sounds sleepy. I think because she's on like maybe like a little like like a little prescription pill snack. Oh. Just like a downer, like a little like take the edge off. That's like very Beverly Hills to be like, I just casually take downers. Just take, yeah. Or uppers. Also, I think you like Dee Dee because her face moves, unlike all the other women. Oh, yeah. She's she definitely is like more natural. Yeah. Unlike, you know, who's not natural? The morally corrupt Faye Resnick. Oh, my gosh. What did you think of Faye Resnick? Okay, so I didn't really know much of her involvement because, I mean, like, and maybe for a lot of your listeners, we were kids when the whole OJ thing was going down. I mean, I I do remember watching the... Hannah winces every time she takes a drink of this cocktail. I'm really sorry, Annie. They also say in the episode that it was very boozy. So, like, I tried to replicate how boozy it was. Uh, Maybe we can put the the specs on your Instagram if you want to see how to make it uh, at home. It's very boozy. Uh... But I, I remember watching the the Bronco Chase on TV. Ooh, like, I do remember that. My parents had it on um, because it was it was worldwide news. That, that was, was like the OG reality television, right? Police chases. Yeah, yeah. When some there's uh, one of the bars I work at. There's a couple of of uh, my regulars that come in that like when there's a police chase, they want to see it. They're like, can you put it on the, the TV? They're like, it just started. It's on Fox. It's fucking weird. I <laughs> they can't get like that. notifications. Like, I, I don't know if there's an app for police chases, but they want it. They want all of it and they want to see it all. Uh, so where was I going with this? Uh, so you watched the Bronco chase, Faye Resnick. Ah, so Faye Resnick. So you didn't know much about so her. So I didn't know much about her. And like, I didn't, you know, I was a kid when the trial was happening mm-hmm. and everything. And like, shame on me. I haven't watched the OJ, uh, you know, documentary or anything. Mm-hmm. It's it's wonderful. I so I hear. Did you watch American Crime Story? The O.J. Simpson. No, yeah, it was. No, really I really good. haven't watched any of it's it. It's really great. So I did, so it needs to say I didn't know much of her involvement, but when when Camille was like, "Oh wait a minute, I know you. You were in Playboy." That's so bitchy. I love it. She's like, "Whoa!" It, it was like she was like playing dumb. She's like, "I and now I remember where I recognize her from. Um, must have been like the big extensions and the blown up lips." <laughs> And then they immediately all are like, wait, Camille, weren't you on Playboy? And then she's like, lingerie. And then they all call her out. They're like, wait a minute. Isn't the whole point to like not be wearing lingerie? Yeah, you're naked. <laughs> and then she's like, I saw your whole spread. And they're like, spread. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's when like the mom humor really comes into play. Like, like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills love making like a dirty, cheeky joke and being like, we're fun moms. You know, we talk about sex and penises. <laughs> Playboy. There was that we could like do probably a whole episode on just like cheeky uh, jokes from reality TV. Well, Lisa Vanderpump could have her own episode. Oh, she yeah, she loves an innuendo. Sure. Um, 
So, yeah. So, Faye Resnick, you guys, if you, like, live in a sock and don't know, she wrote a book. Like me. Live in a sock. Like yeah, me. you live in a sock and you don't know. Um, she wrote a book about everything with Nicole and OJ, like, right after it happened and sort of, like, use Nicole's murder as, like, a platform to be famous, which is, like, pretty gross. So that's why Camille thinks she's morally corrupt. And to be honest, I have to agree. Playboy, I could give a fuck about it. Honestly, I'm just jealous they haven't asked me. Did, oh, to be on Playboy? Yeah. Would you One would day. you encourage that? Sure. 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 Great. Brown eyed unicorns own Hannah Brown. Like a unicorn themed but tasteful Playboy spread. Just a lot of horns in that. Ew. Oh, it's getting weird. <laughs> um, do you remember the scene where Camille tries calling Lisa Vanderpump for dinner and Lisa has one of those fucking annoying answering machines that are like were very popular Super in the long. 90s? Yeah. Where it's like, hello, hold on. Sorry, what? Just kidding. She has like one of those. Yeah. Um, I, I had, used to have one of those and my dad's like, that really hurt my feelings that like, I thought you were on the phone and you weren't there. That was like when I was in seventh grade. The, the, it's the first time that it happens to you. It's like, okay, they, they got one over on me, but then now knowing that that's their answering machine, like the worst part is now waiting through all of that to be like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. Now I'm having to wait 35 seconds for like your answering machine to right. actually be your answering machine so I can leave you a freaking voicemail. Right. I also, I feel like. It was like Lisa Vanderpump's like landline. Like they they recorded that in like 1997 and then just like never changed it. You know, Lisa didn't have a lot in this episode. Mm -mm. And like watching it again, I watched it a couple of times, but watching it again, the initial scene of her like getting in her car and driving was like not really in this episode. Like it really had no bearing to the story of the episode, except they just needed Lisa to have more. Totally. There's a lot of like fillers, like filler bullshit scenes. And I love them. Like the the traveling in the limos. I, I noticed one thing living in Los Angeles for as long as I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the fact that they're going from what I'm assuming is Beverly Hills and they say that she, that Camille, the dinner party was in Malibu. That's a long way. So. Like in, in LA miles, but also LA time. Mm-hmm. And uh, like when, so they're going in their car and it looked like they might even like had multiple limos picking people up it still was like they were on the road for an hour at least presumably pounding champagne and presumably. like talking shit yeah so they're like lit the second they walk in the door they're lit they're they're getting presented these huge drinks and then after the entire fight kyle like they're they're figuring out who's going where and kyle's like well i don't want to go with you because you're camille's neighbor sorry so you have to like i think it was kim to her sister kim yeah yeah they just like neglect Kim and like shove her in a limo and like literally she's in a stretch limo like alone. All by herself. And then she's like calling them just like. And they're ignoring her. Yeah. It's so fucked up. But, but right at the end of the episode, Kyle's like, all right, who wants to go to the polo lounge in, Bever- in Beverly Hills for drinks? And everybody's like, ah. it's like you just you you just got done drinking. Wait, I don't remember her saying that. It's, the, it's at the very end of the episode. And then it's like at least Vanderpump like next time on. Oh, so it's like the last thing the she says, and that's thing. like the button. Yeah. Oh my god, I love the polo lounge. How have we never gone there? I, I don't know. I I don't I I don't know if I have a nice enough suit jacket to get into the. No, polo I've gone there looking homeless. It only makes you look more famous. <laughs> like the grosser you look, the better. Cool. I won't put any product in my hair. Yeah, when Sean doesn't put product in his hair, he looks like a nine-year-old boy. Yeah. Which would be really weird for anybody that has to card me with me with my facial hair and. Yeah. 
nine-year-old boy here. <laughs> um, okay, so you hate scary movies and anything scary. You refuse to go to Halloween Horror Nights with me at Universal Studios. Not Knott's Berry Farms, like not Scary Farm, like screw that. Like, You're not any, doing any of it. Any of the pumpkin patch, like hay rides, like there's going to be somebody that's going to jump out. Um, I've done Hollywood Horror Nights exactly once, mm-hmm. and the most terrifying thing, which, like, spoiler alert, if you go and you take the tram tour, they kick you out in the middle of the tram tour. They're like, all right, everybody's got to get off, and it's in the middle of the... Um, like a maze? Day ap- No, it's the Day After Tomorrow set, which uh-huh. is the Tom Cruise movie with the plane crash. That, sure, like, sure, sure. And it's the plane crash set, and you, you you get out, and you have to walk through all this rubble and, like, fires and, like, a plane that's destroyed. It's terrifying. Oh, I don't love that. Yeah, I know. I hate that. Um, well, I guess what I wanted to ask is, did you think Alison Dubois were scary? Like, if you were to meet her, would you be like, Ugh, or would you be like, hey, girl? Uh... I, I, I would have to say, I mean, like, yes, jump scares and, like, scary tension things, no. I don't like that. Uh, like, supernatural, ghosty, uh, psychic things, not necessarily, like, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that, oddly enough. Um, I was actually at a party one time where this woman that was a psychic medium just, like, kind of walked up and started talking to me. And she, like, compulsively, like, she she couldn't help herself but read me. Like she like we we just went it just went from like hi who are you like what are you doing I was doing some like behind the scenes like when was this this was like a year and a half ago oh my god did she tell you that you were gonna meet me well uh, stay tuned to another episode of Brown Eyed Unicorn oh my god are you serious you're not gonna tell me this no I mean like you know I don't know if if it was she did talk about like my life partner oh my god yeah she like did definitely did describe things. I'm like I'm like thinking if I need to tell you this. I, I it's almost like a birthday wish, you know. If you if you don't, you're not supposed to say it because then uh-huh. it'll come true. Sure. Uh, it was all good things, and so okay. I feel like if if I don't tell you, it probably will be you. It probably would be. Oh my god, would I'm it? stressed. She's gonna like throw up over here. Yeah, it's stressing me out. You know how bad this functional relationship is for my personal brand. <laughs> it like really sucks. You're just. Because your your brand is like single independent. It's like single, sassy. Like, I don't give no fuck. I'm going to talk shit about every guy who wrongs me on this very podcast, <laughs> which if you go back to the earlier ones, which please don't, uh, you'll hear all about them. You know, but it was, it well, it's, it's been, it's been kind of cute. I, I, I got introduced to the podcast meeting you and then like, there's, there's been, we've had a little arc oh, on this podcast. We have. We've now, little... now everyone gets to meet you. So you're not afraid of psychics. Not at all. I, I'm not, I mean, I had Chris Medina on and he and I are buddies. Yeah. I think the trick though is like, yeah, there are some bullshitters out there and every legitimate psychic, which I believe in the good ones, the real ones, will tell you that there's bullshitters out there too, but also don't like egg them on and like mock what they do. Like that's what they were doing to her. Exactly. And she, um, like if I can reference back to the Chris Medina, uh, Brown Eyed Unicorn mm-hmm. episode about psychics, he talks about his guides. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, Allison says, she doesn't say guides. Mm-hmm, she doesn't mm-hmm. have the same like language about them. But she said, I'm here with you girls. So they take a back seat to you. Mm-hmm. So basically she was, she was saying, because they were saying like, do you get, do you read us? Like, are you getting things from us while we're here? And she's like, well, no, because I'm here with you. Like she's saying, I'm present with you and they're taking a backseat to you. And then she says immediately, but I also head tap people so I can like, 
I, so there's that too. You can like tap in when you want to. That's what she's saying. Right. Yeah. And so that's when Lisa Vanderpump says, she goes, well, are you reading me? Is my grandmother here? Oh my God. This is amazing. Okay. There is like Lisa Vanderpump's grandmother. Her name is Nanny Kay. Okay. And they're like best friends, Lisa and her grandmother. And Nanny Kay is like a recurring like character that you don't see on the show because she passed away, mm-hmm. and obviously. And um, seasons later, Lisa like literally gets mad at Kyle because Kyle didn't remember that her grandma's name is Nanny Kay. <laughs> She's like, you know about my grandmother? And like gets really mad. And I, for years, eh, maybe like six months, I've wanted to get a kitten and name it Nanny Kay. That'd be cute, Nanny. Your nanny. Like off off camera, off podcast. You have so many names of kittens. You're oh like, my god. Your fantasy kittens, which I'm almost like you shouldn't get another kitten because you're enjoying naming these like these, ghost kittens. Yeah. So much more than actually having one. Celeste, pizza, spaghetti. I love spaghetti. The spaghetti's really <laughs> that's funny. so cute. I, I I I see just like a messy cat, just like a cat that's <laughs> just like tuft and like gross and like yeah uh, or pizza or pizza um, <laughs> some really fat cat yeah um or celeste or um shannon jessica michael <laughs> kyle camille kyle camille carlton Alex she's a witch she's in a future season of beverly hills you'll love her mm. she has like a pagan like star on the back of her neck Whoa. and her kids are named cross and like cross and i don't remember what else i'm really gonna enjoy my like that what if this is like my this is the start of my downfall it's like i'm in season seven and i'm just like in like that episode of portlandia where they like binge watch all of lost they're just like they haven't left they haven't left the couch it's like it's just that like you binge watch a show and you just can't like you call out of work and you this and that Mm -hmm. and mine's real housewives probably i would love that (laughs) we would elope tomorrow um okay so were you, we kind of like talked about this, but would you say you were more Team Allison or Team Kyle at this dinner party? Uh, ooh, that's hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, at times, like they, their, their problem was they kept egging each other on, which makes wonderful TV. But like in a functional way, uh, I was more Team Kyle. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Allison, like, we talked about this off air, so now we're going to talk about on air, mm-hmm. but like Allison's Republican. Oh, for sure. Like, you so, can just tell. So Republican. I mean, the way she was just like, ah, oh, man. I mean, the, she, she, it was either that or in this episode, the producers were like, all right, Camille, uh, here, okay, all right, Allison, this, you know, this is your one chance. Like, yeah. this is what we're trying to do. And she just took that as like, okay, and just ran with it. Yeah. Um, but I think she took some low blows, man. I mean, okay, I, yeah, if if I was curious about a psychic and their abilities, I might do a little bit of what Kyle did. Like, mm-hmm. okay, hey, read me, read me, read me. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a way, I was a little more Team Kyle. I think, I mean, I I love Alison Dubois for making iconic television. The weird thing is, they I think I told you this, but they later on went back and they're like, like we're talking about the most iconic Real Housewives of Beverly Hills moments, and Camille was like. Actually, I didn't know it at the time, but she was reading me because Kelsey Grammer was cheating on her and they got divorced like right. by the end of season one or beginning of season two, maybe. Well, and, and Camille even says, because there's a, uh, Allison says to Kyle, you should put up walls around the women that you're around because mm. they, you know, and like, yeah, I see you more as like a, 
Like a guy's a girl. A guy's girl. Yeah. And she was like, no, I'm definitely not. And then Camille says, no, I think that's me. Yeah. She's like, I get along better with men than women. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's oh, see. Kelsey. Um, let's see. Oh, Grammar. we kind of briefly touched on the fact that Camille Grammer is a house manager. Right. Who's, in your opinion, a subpar bartender based on the way he was shaking the cocktail. I, well, Okay. So I, let me preface, like, I'm definitely not a, a bougie, like, um, gastrique bartender that, like, has to have smoke and, like, all these, like, you know, with tweezers. Like, You're not Tom Sandoval. <laughs> <laughs> I set my cocktail on fire, bro. Well, it, it, on that note, uh, his Tom fashioned, it's actually really good. Did you have it? Uh no, but reading on the menu, I've done I've done an old fashioned like uh, that. It's re- it is really good. The che- cherry herring. I was gonna say there's something cherry so, in it. So old fashioned is is booze, <laughs> bitters, and sugar, right? Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. it's in simplest form. Mm-hmm. His is booze, bitters, and then cherry herring, which is a cherry liqueur. So it's got this like cherry note that mixes really well with like a high proof bourbon. We should go on a Tom Tom date. It's definitely happening. I, I really yeah I, I actually like looking at their menu I like most of their cocktails honey yeah. I'm thrilled but I'm not a gastric bartender that's got to like I my whole thing is like fast craft like work fast get it done like I don't want my guests or podcast listener waiting 10 minutes for their drink like mm-hmm. that's just not how I how I work mm-hmm. um but I have standards and so <laughs> I'm seeing this bartender slash house manager uh making these cocktails and like basically just like I don't know. It's it just, it was abuse. He was just abusing the cocktail. Just, he was shaking like vertically he up was, and down. He was shaking up and down. And you do the shake weight like this. It's yeah. like a cool like dance move when I do it. Sure. But, so, so like for the, for the visually inclined, uh, shaking up and down is like, it looks like you're uh, pleasuring yourself. Mm-hmm. But shaking, if you're a male. shaking horizontally is like you're pleasuring two dicks on the sides of your ears. Yeah, great. That's, and that's, that's better. I'm not, I'm going to think about that all tonight <laughs> when I'm at work. Thank you, Hannah Brown. Um, what do you think the interview process was for Camille's house manager? Ooh, you know, it, it probably felt like something to the effect of like, do you want to be a, it had a lot of slashes. Like, do you want to be a personal assistant? Do you also know Excel? Do mm-hmm. you, uh, can you make cocktails? Can you sweep floors? Can you be verbally abused? Can you, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like there was a lot of like, but this and this and this, and I, it was like, it could have been a lot of things. Yeah. I feel like it was like, the ad was probably like on Craigslist and it was like, are you LA based? Do you want to maybe be in the background of a, like a very important reality TV show? Untitled reality yeah, show. Yeah, untitled reality show. Or like, what is it? Like ND, like NDA protected TV Must show. NDA. Yeah. Um, do you have Excel skills, organizational skills? Do you have a license? Like very you, obvious questions. Like then come interview. And, and it's definitely this guy who's like lived here for a while. Like <laughs> the, the acting thing isn't really happening. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he finds out he's going to be an assistant to Camille and Kelsey Grammer. And he's like, I've made it. This is great. LA is full of like famous people adjacent jobs. We're like not even. I'm not. I'm going to take it out of jobs. Okay. Do you remember last night or two nights ago at Minibar we ran into that girl that our friend knows who's like, I was just at a concert. I was on Ringo's list. Like, I was on Ringo's list. And because it's Ringo, like, everyone was there. Like, everyone was there. 
It was amazing. I, remember? Do, I do remember this. I sounded just like her. She had a little list really? like that. You were there. You're such I sound a good like mimic. Her? Thank you. And I was just thinking, LA is like a town where everyone thinks that it's an accomplishment to like be in the same room as a famous person. And I'm like, but you're not the famous person. Like, hmm. you're at the same party, but like, no one knows who the fuck you are. Like, getting to the party is like easy. You could hop a fence and be in the party. You could. You know, say you're the caterer and be in a party. party. It, but, you, if you, but you know, if you have nothing to talk about, it doesn't matter. If you're, if you're not actually doing anything dope on your own, like, ugh. And? I think being a house manager for Camille and Kelsey Grammer, I just want to say, is a very respectable job. And I would take it tomorrow. That's not what I'm saying. No, I didn't think that's not what you're not saying. And and I will, I will comment on the very... Um, as you as you kept talking about, you can always tell you're passionate about things because when you you go up in in octave and pitch when you mm. talk about things because you just like all of it. I'm getting really passionate and I just can't believe it. Are you saying I hurt your ears? We didn't hurt my ears. Okay, we're wearing earbuds, and so yes, times things hurt. But uh, I I yes, for a lot of people, moving out here is is a dream and and can be a lot to get out here. And so sometimes the best thing that's happened in like the three, four years that you've lived in LA, which is a long time in LA time, mm-hmm. uh, maybe is the fact that you got to go backstage with Ringo Starr. And <laughs> the, then you show up at a bar alone at 1am. Right. And like, okay, if, if that was such a good party, why are you at a, at a bar that's inside of a Best Western? Yeah. Why did you leave? Which why everybody, everybody should look up mini bar. You've talked about mini bar on this podcast. No, certainly. Don't tell people. I mean, I mean, I mean, don't look up mini bar. It's amazing guys. It's, it's the really, best bar it's really ever. It's the same people who own little doms. Yeah. But look it up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I was so like invested in this house manager, but like, where is he now? I want to know. I should have him on this podcast. Uh, if anybody knows this house manager for uh, Camille, Grammer. Camille and Kelsey Grammer from season one. Season one, uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, please hit us up. Yeah. I also want to have Alison Dubois on this podcast, but like, you know that she'd be like, it's a $500 fee just to have me talk for 15 minutes on the podcast and I'm people, not going to read you. People have you know, written about me and written on me. When she said that, I yeah. was like, wait, what? They, ri- they wrote a book on you? Yeah. What did she say? They've written on me, about me, in they me. Made a, they made a TV show. <laughs> yeah. In they, me. They made a TV show about my life. They've written on me and about me. She, she just loves prepositions. She, yeah, she was very much enjoying like saying all the things. Which again is a very LA thing to be like, here's why I'm fancy. Here's why you should give a fuck about me. Listen to all my accolades. Yeah. I, I do think, I do think though that the producers kind of egged her on a little bit. We're like, here, this is what we're trying to do. And she's like, I'm going to be a and she star. Was like, Got it. Yeah. She was like on board. Roger. Which is great. I looked at her Instagram. I did like an Alison Dubois deep dive. She's deaf, gotten her face done since this episode. Really? Like more. She looks very different oh, now. Oh, I want to see this. But she's, she's like, I'm a fun mom, you know? Like, she's the kind of mom that like wants to go like ride a bull, like a mechanical bull, like with her daughter. She's like one of those. Um, which, no Tino shade, mechanical bulls are fun. I'm just saying that's like a specific, you know, you can imagine what that's like. And she also posted like an old picture from like literally 1995, like me and Patricia Arquette, like on the set of Medium. What, did she consult on the show or she, she just, it was so. just written about her? Yeah, I think she consulted. I think she worked on it. Wow. Yeah. Um, I also just want to say, um, in reference to the last time we tried to record this podcast, this is going great, but 
Camille at the end of the episode regarding her dinner party says, I feel it started positive and it went down in flames. <laughs> That's what our last podcast was like. It's 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 almost like uh, art imitating life. Yeah. It's really it. Art really imitating is. life indeed. Well, you do and your- yes, pre- I just called Housewives, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills art. I'm- Seriously, this is amazing. You're winning so many points. Will you do your impression of Taylor yelling, enough, enough? <laughs> it's better when you do it. They're like, why don't you blow up your lips more? And she's like, I'm all right. This is enough. This is not who we are. Enough, enough. Yeah, that was good. And then she literally gets up from the table. And, and it's like she, Taylor had really, she hadn't been a part of the conversation at all. She just was like seeing the universe spiral out of control around her. And so she decided to stand up and like, you know, well, be Gandalf no, this with is, the, sta- the staff, like, you shall not pass. This is over. Well, totally. But also, the reason this dinner party is, like, truly so psychotic and just, like, so real housewives is because there's, like, Taylor and Kim had already had beef that season, you know? So there was already tension between them going New into York. it. What? New York. Yeah, in New York, of course. Shit went down in New York. And then, oh, my God, you're so good knowing that piece of trivia. And then all the stuff with Alison Dubois happens. And then I can't remember if it's Taylor or Kim. I'm pretty sure it's Kim who, like, instigates arguing with Taylor. Yeah, and then Kyle later is like, why would you even bring that up? There was already, like, so much going on. And Kim's like, I didn't bring it up. Would you have brought up New York at the dinner party? You know, <laughs> I, I, it was, I don't know if they even were, like, I feel like they were just grounding it in in TV world, they were just like, I mean, no, I feel like real life, they don't need to bring up New York. And the fact that no. they just keep calling it New York and not going into any details, it was like, I don't even think you guys remember it because you were that drunk. <laughs> That's funny. They're just like, New York, New York. What happened in New, in York? New York? We don't need to bring up New York. And then Vanderpump's like, not New York. We don't need to bring up New York. Um, which which housewife at this dinner party do you identify with the most, Sean Stewart? Oh, gosh. Uh, at SeanStewart.tv. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram. You'll have an opportunity at the end, oh, honey. okay. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to jump the gun. Uh, who do I identify with the most as a person? Like, who? if I had to take their seat at this dinner party. Yeah. That's a tough question. You're asking the hard-hitting questions tonight. Given that we already... I already asked you most of these, but some of these I'm just coming up with. Off oh, this the one's this one's a new one. Uh, oh my gosh, it would probably it would I see okay when a fight takes place around me, mm-hmm. I usually take the back seat. I'm usually the ones like observing and listening. Mm-hmm. Would I put a stop to it? Maybe. So probably Taylor. You'd be the enough enough. Yeah, I'd be like, what are we doing, guys? Because that's like my. F- my favorite line in in any improv scene that's just conflict, conflict, conflict. I also do improv, guys. Jack and <laughs> Mini Trace. Uh, is like, what are we doing? You're my brother. What are uh-huh. we doing? So, like, that's kind of who I feel like I would be in real life. It's like mm. I, I would take a back seat and kind of just take it all in and be like, you guys are crazy right now. Why are you being crazy? And at a certain point, it's like, all right, stop, because I just want to have fun. I just want to continue and have, like, a good rest of our night so let's stop what we're doing cut the shit cut the shit i was gonna say you'd be like Didi, <laughs> just you kind think of like i'd be Didi sitting back being drunk okay so you have now pulled up alison dubois instagram what are your thoughts uh she got some work done right that's for sure okay her styling in this episode was so tbd but she's like a pretty woman 
Pretty woman. I mean, I get it. It's also 10 years later. Pretty psychic. It's, how many followers down the street? Not a lot. Oh, like 4,000. 4, okay. She should have gone much more viral than that, but I think she was so unlikable that people were like, fuck you, Allison. Good, good, good engagement. Her, yeah. Uh, 300 likes on her most recent post off of 4,600. This is because I'm I'm trying to still be young and and relevant in this fast-paced world, even though I'm a 31-year-old human. You? I, I can you talk about young. influencers. Shut being an influencer. up. <laughs> I hate you. Sorry. Um, all right. I'm going to give you a couple kill, fuck, marry scenarios. Oh, I hate these. So you have to pick which woman you want to kill, which one you want to fuck, and which one you want to marry. Out of the housewives. Out of the three people that I give you. Oh. One, one per each. Uh, no, so I name Mary the names and then... Um, all right. Kill, fuck, Mary, Allison Dubois, Camille Grammer, or Kyle Richards. Who, by the way, you guys, Sean is like lit on Kyle Richards. He thinks she's very hot. I think she's very attractive. Yeah. Which is cool because she kind of looks like me. She's like short and Jewish and curvy and has long brown hair. Yeah. She's got a Demi born. Oh, and she also has a scratchy voice, which is scratchy like sexy. Voice. That's, and that's, you like a scratchy voice. I do. And that's totally you. Thank you. Uh, Kill, fuck, Mary. Uh, jeez. Um, probably kill Allison. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because, like, who knows what she's going to bring up in bed. Like, yeah. so I can't fuck her. And like, she's scary to marry. She might be like, I know that you're going to die tomorrow because I'm going to kill you. I know mean, that. I mean, her husband looks really nice. He on, seems like a very his, nice, normal man. On his man. Instagram, I'm like, he wears a good bow tie. Yeah. Uh, oh, and there's a picture of... Oh, this is funny. I'm like scrolling through her Instagram and she's got multiple posts about this one particular cocktail. It's like, here's me holding the cocktail. Here's the picture of the cocktail. Wait, show me. Here's a picture of me and my, I think, daughter at yeah, the same daughter. dinner that I'm having it. And then there's like, here's a picture of me and my daughter. Does it have dry ice on it? It has dry ice in it. Oh my God. You should try and make do like a cocktail collab with Alison Dubois. Be like, Alison Dubois, I invented this cocktail called the Alison Dubois <laughs> Like, judging by your social media, you like cocktails, so do I. I'm a bartender. Will you feature it on your Instagram page so your 4,600 followers follow Can me? follow me. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Possibly. There's also yeah. a picture of Lucky Charms. Okay. Um, I mean, I love Lucky Charms. I like. I only eat the marshmallows. It's okay. My oh. mom also doesn't know how to use social media. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, All right. Okay, so, so we're killing Allison. Killing Allison. Sorry, Allison. Sorry. Uh... Fuck, it'd probably be Camille. I think Camille for, would be amazing for in bed. For one night? I think she'd be amazing in bed. She's a dancer. Ah, okay. She's a dancer. She's flexible. She gets along better with men than women. Right, like, right. She would have that like sense of abandon. You should see Camille dance. It's like... Can you do that again so I can put that on my Instagram story right now? Sure. Uh, we're not doing that. Oh, I want to be relevant. Uh, and I would marry <laughs> Kyle. You're a dick. You want to marry Kyle because yeah. she's the most like me. She's the most. Well, <laughs> I also, I also think, I also think if uh, I don't know, there would probably be a lot of like dysfunctional nights of yelling and throwing things and breaking things. You and Kyle? Oh yeah. I don't think so. Oh, I Her think and Mauricio so. seem to be like pretty functional. Really? They have like I mean, seven kids. Yeah. She put out seven kids. No, I think... Oh, Good for her. She has one from her first marriage, and then uh-huh. I think two or maybe three three from her marriage with mm. Mauricio. So, yeah. All right, Mauricio. 
You go, Kyle. Wait, whose husband is the one with like the nose thing? Oh my God. That also was in this episode. That was Alt. Adrian Maloof's husband, Paul Nassif. Plastic surgeon. He's they've, a plastic surgeon. They've since gotten divorced, but he gets very mad because their son accidentally kneed him in the nose in the and nose. broke his nose. And she's like, what a big deal. Like, it's just your roughhousing with your kid. Yeah. And like, I support this. And then he's kind of being like, he's hamming it up a little. He's like, do you see the inserts? Do you see the supports? He's like yeah. having her look up his nose. Yeah. They have like a really cute dynamic and then it's like dark because they actually like you think they're just like bickering all the time and they're playing it up for the camera, which like works and they eventually get divorced and you're like, wah, wah. Wah, bummer. Um, next kill, fuck Mary, the morally corrupt Faye Resnick, Lisa Vanderpump or Taylor oh my, and her lips. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize how I was going to do two. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, Taylor or Faye. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, I also like, I do have a, a, a brush with, with a little bit of Vanderpump rules. I feel like I know that show better. Well, yeah, because you wait in, on them the all past the time. Six months. Yeah, so I, I see the cast of Vanderpump rules at one of the bars I work at a lot. And, and I just work in the same general area. So, like, you know, naturally they're around, which I think is kind of cool considering, like, they do this show in, like, at, you know, Sir. And then they actually are still who they are bartenders and servers and like house managers and restaurant and owners. assholes and well, you know. yeah um, but it, it's it is grounded like in actual life which right. i think is kind of cool like and alcoholics but now jack's on? just like showed up at the bar you worked at in a <laughs> golf cart for no reason that golf cart was absolutely ridiculous i'm sure it's on his instagram i'm sure you can see it if you want to but it the, has to it, be like parked in the red zone in front i was just like this is ridiculous no fucks given Jet Jackson is golf cart. So all that to say, uh, I think I could have like a daily working relationship with Lisa. Okay, I could live with her. Like right. I could be married to her. So I, so I'm going to say marry Lisa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Would you have like an empire together the way her and her husband can do, like a bar and restaurant empire? Uh, I mean, just based off of my current profession, they you know it probably would be there would be some crossover. I don't know if I can manage something and like own something with a partner unless sure. it was just financially it was just like yeah i'm an investor I, right you know, she runs it great right or or vice versa don't get whatever. your money where you get your meat sure uh kill taylor Faye, right yeah who do i want to deal with most Faye, i would say just based off of the one line from this episode where she's like and my psychic abilities tell me no. Oh, she would. That was rude. That was cold. That was like, that was cutthroat. When you first heard that, you went, damn. damn. And then your jaw dropped. Yeah. You were like shook to your core. I, I couldn't believe it. The I mean, audacity. I was like, you're not a psychic though. And you're telling this woman that is like, r- regardless of what you think about or believe in her, like in her abilities, she's at least convicted enough to like, this is her life. Right. And you're like throwing shade like that. I, I couldn't. I just couldn't. On I know. I mean, no it's way. also, it'd be so easy to like turn around as Allison, which maybe she didn't. They edited it out. But be like, well, at least I'm not making a buck off my friends getting murdered. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, oh. Um, so I guess in that, that means I'd have to uh, fuck Taylor. All right. Eh, I don't think you like girls that are that skinny, but. Enough. Enough. Okay. Bye. I'll yeah. put my pants on. See ya. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Bye. Uh, see ya. Um, and if you were stuck on a desert island with all these women uh, who were at this dinner party, who would you kill first for food and why? Ooh, 
The one with the least amount of silicone, Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Considering I'm a cannibal. She would have the most tender meat that you could use. And you're an Eagle Scout, so you could use that body for all kinds of things. Yeah, because that's what Eagle Scouts learn is how to (laughs) dismember a body. Well, if you know how to like whittle a stick into a a stabber, I could start a a fire. I wouldn't have to eat Dee Dee raw. Yeah. And and you could like use her bones as weapons to catch fish. Okay. You could make her bones into knives. Is she tall? She looks short. She looks like five. She's a sensible like five, four. four. Yeah. Five five. It's not maybe. very long bones. Yeah, yeah. We're so I'm this fucked up. Yeah, I'm this sorry, you guys. I'm gross. Well, you know, one 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 Camille cocktail in and this and is what we're happens talking about the, eating people. Yep. Um I think I would probably kill hmm, hmm, hmm. I would definitely keep Allison around because I'd be like, okay, is a plane gonna get us tomorrow? What about the oh, next day? Oh, because you want hope on this island. Yeah. And I'd be like, literally just lie to me. Just be like, my psychic abilities tell me that like that we're going to be okay. Just to keep me going. Like, give me something to live for. Like, she'd sure. be the Wilson to my Tom Hanks. Yeah, I was just literally about to say that. She's your Wilson. Yeah. You'd be like, Allison! Allison! <laughs> um, I think I would probably kill off Kim Richards just because she's so fucking annoying. Like, just shut up. And then if she, you know... Had some drugs in her pockets. I might not waste them. It can, that can also give you hope. That can give me hope. All as well. of the housewives can give you hope. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Can you? Okay. Imagine like ten years into the future. I'm, you know, on a daytime soap opera like Eileen Davidson, who was a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills in later seasons. Got it. Yeah. Um, could you imagine me holding a diamond and being a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills? <laughs> Wait, so the diamond is like their intro thing? Yeah, that's like their prop. Like in New York, ah, they hold ah. an apple. In Atlanta, it's a peach. Got in it. Dallas, it's like a boot. No, I don't know. Oh, I don't know what on. it is in Dallas. It's so ridiculous. It's a piece of coal. Do oh. they have coal in Texas? It's oil. Oil, oil. country. Yeah. Mean, okay, well. Yeah. Bottle of Tito's. There we go. Sure. We all know it's from Austin. Great. Uh, that's the alcohol. That's like alcoholic slash bartender in me. Uh, could I see you doing that? Yeah. I could see you being a reality star. No, a real housewife of Beverly Hills. Oh, specific. Uh, off all the all the millions we're making off of Brown Eyed Unicorn. Uh-huh. Absolutely, Brown Eyed yeah. Unicorn Empire. And and then, what kind of housewife do you think I'd be? Do you think I would be the like the like Kyle, like kind of a shit starter, or like Lisa Rinna, who's like a well-meaning big mouth that like everyone gets mad at all the time? Or like what stereo, like what archetype do you think I would fit into as a Real Housewife? Oh, and you can't insult me with this because I'm coming at it from the standpoint of like. What calculated move do you think I would make right. to like stay on the show and be relevant? I think it would be your sharp tongue. I think that's what it would be. Because you're you're really good in an argument about saying the one thing that just like cuts the legs out from under people. Thank you. I've seen you do it multiple times and I've experienced it. You've seen it me do it to other people? Sure. Really? Well. Mm. Or about people. <laughs> Maybe more of that. <laughs> People who wronged me in Chicago, you do not want to oh, know what man. I've had to say about you. I, if I, if I, it's going to be one of those. If I ever meet one of these people, it's going to be like, "Oh, hi, I'm Sean. Good to meet you." And then you're going to be like, sidebar, you're going to be like, "Yeah, that's the blah 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 blah." And I'm going to be like, "Oh shit, we don't like." I'm like, her. you're a terrible person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, loyalty, I love it. Um, and I guess my last question is kind of in the same wheelhouse. Who am I the most like out of? Out of these women that I'm about to name, when I'm angry, Camille Grammer, okay. Kyle Richards, Lisa Vanderpump, or Alison Dubois. 
When you're angry. When it, just when I'm angry. When it's like the Jekyll or the Mr. Hyde takes over my Dr. Jekyll. Got it. Um, you do drink, and I've seen you mm-hmm. smoke things, but I, but I don't see you as reliant as Allison mm-hmm. on substances during Thank this episode. You. Like the editors definitely make it look like she chugs a few martinis. She's a boozer because it goes from like she's sipping a, a full one to like it's empty the next cut. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you. I don't think that's you when you get angry. I mm-hmm. don't think you get sloppy and like she's slurring by the end of the episode when she's sitting with her Camille and Didi. Yeah. She's like she's like and let's know that. No. She's she's trying <laughs> to keep really it together. Good. Uh, would you be Lisa in? Yeah. Uh, there might be a little bit of Lisa. We'll come back to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, Camille or Kyle? Yeah. When when you get angry, uh-huh. uh, Camille, she doesn't really have a stance, and Kyle is like very forth, like forward, like very yeah. aggressive. Uh, so out of like Camille, that she's sitting there, kind of being like, "This is my friend," but like not really like be, like defending her. Yeah, Kyle being like, "Well, all right, this is like you know, screw you because of your you know." She's like coming back at it, like she's a she's an aggressor right. in that way. Right. Uh, I mean, I guess Lisa kind of also was that way, like with Camille, like she was also very yeah. similar in this episode. They have like comments to. I don't know why I named those people when I wrote these questions because they weren't super active in the actual arguing. Um, but they did, they, I think both Lisa and Camille kind of did the like sidebar comment, like, well, hold on. You did do that in New York though. Like they would kind of step in that way. I mean, if I had to name a producer of this argument, Mm -hmm. uh, it would be Camille and Lisa. They both had comments that like kept the ball rolling on the episode. But we're still relatively passive. They were passive. So I think it's between Allison and Kyle. Mm -hmm. I think you'd be more Kyle. Thanks. Yeah. She takes I'll it as a compliment, it. guys. Okay. Thanks. Um, well, do you have any final thoughts? Oh, man. Listening back to this episode, it's going to be like, Kyle, 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 Kyle. You could literally sound by me saying Kyle 37 times. Be like, you love you could, her. You could edit me to sound like I am like absolutely desperately in love with this woman. I'm going to send her a sound bite, sound bite and be like, you don't know me, um, but my boyfriend loves you. My boyfriend that I had on my podcast. Yeah. And you're his hall pass and I support it. But she's, but she's only gotten married. She's only gonna be married twice because Allison said, so at least we know that. Yeah. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't get to marry her, which I said I would marry her. That's true. But it's not going to happen. It's simply not an option because Allison said so. My loss. Um, Where can my listeners find you, honey? Uh, Over on Instagram at SeanStewart.tv or uh, featured on Hannah Brown's Instagram stories. Great. Um, and Sean is spelled S-E-A-N, like yep. Sean Connery. Uh, typically when people search me, uh, Sean Stewart of, of Rod Stewart's son comes up first, oh. and his picture is a lion on Instagram. Mine is me in a blue shirt, which might change soon. <gasps> really? I might change my profile picture. You'll, oh, my God. But anyway, but if you're I'll searching, get some input. it'll be SeanStewart.tv. There's a period in there. Great. And you guys, um, if you don't follow me yet, I'm at Hannah A. Brown on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, If you haven't, please make sure to head to iTunes and write me a delightful and complimentary review. You've had some good reviews. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was like on the equivalent of Instagram stalking because like in relationships, people stalk each other now. Mm -hmm. Like this is the modern world we live in. Mm -hmm. Um, I looked... I. Well, uh, I found your Instagram. Oh, I found your uh, your podcast and like watch look looked at your reviews first. Yeah, I got thirty four of them. That was um, like one of the first things I did. Oh, thank you. 
Well, in my, I wrote a manifestation list, and my goal for the next year is to like have a bigger podcast following and maybe some sponsorships. So you guys, help me make that happen by writing me reviews. Every review helps. And get excited for next week's episode because I have like a really exciting guest coming on. More exciting than me? No. Second to you, honey. I oh, swear. Sure. Sure, sure. I swear. Say that now. All of my guests are excited, but this is somebody I never thought I'd get. And you're biased because we're dating, so I forced you. Yeah. I had to. She twisted my arm. Well, thank you so much for doing this. No, I this really was fun. It. Even with your new equipment and everything and doing it again. And like, you know, this has been a, a growing thing for not only us, but also the podcast. Yeah. And the, and the listeners. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Pasta, pasta. <laughs> Spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs>